All right, another podcast by Tom Douglas. I'm just saying, I'm just saying we got to talk about the coronavirus again. Uh, it seems like uh, things are getting a little bit better now, according to the government. It seems like things have been working the way they wanted to work. And I'm going to have to tell you, I was one of the skeptical ones. I didn't believe when all this was going on that it was a big deal, and I was wrong. I didn't think this uh, social distancing, stay home, quarantine the healthy was a good idea. Obviously, I was wrong. Way back then when this all started, I started reading an article about uh, Sweden. I don't know if you ever read about Sweden. Sweden was doing just the opposite. It was the only country who decided to quarantine the sick. Huh? That's a novel idea. That's what quarantine means. You quarantine the sick and let the healthy live. So that's what they were doing. They would, if you were... Uh, susceptible to immune deficiencies or uh, whatever illnesses that made you weak, they told you to quarantine and they let the healthy people go out and live their lives. They didn't shut down businesses. They didn't shut down anything. And uh, what they did is let the people live their lives. They said, you know, most of the people are going to get, get symptoms, uh, be cured, cure themselves, won't get overly sick, they won't die, and life will go on. And they said, you know, well, I think the only restriction they put you couldn't gather more than 50 people strong. The restaurants, you, bars you could, were open, but you had to be seated. You couldn't be standing around uh, like that. Couldn't be overcrowded, basically, what it says. So I thought, man, that's, that should be the way to go. Now, it seems like our ways work a little bit, right? Flatten the curve. Are you tired of hearing that phrase, flatten the curve? Well, okay, the curve's being flattened. Checked on Sweden today. Not working the way they thought or the way I thought it would work. They are compared to Finland, the Netherlands, and Switzerland, which is the same similar sized countries population-wise and neighbors, I guess you would say. Those curves are flattening. You can see Sweden's taking off. Now, the government still hasn't changed their policies, still let people do what they want. The people have taken it upon themselves from what I'm going to stand. And they are doing some separations themselves. Uh, they're doing the social distancing themselves. But obviously it was wrong, and obviously our government was right, and the governments of the rest of the world were right. So I was wrong, oh, back in 1989, so I guess it's time for me to be wrong once again. So having said that, I've said, pat yourself on the back. We made it work. The government wasn't ready for this. Nobody's government was ready for this. They called upon us. They called upon you to do your duty, to do what you can to stop it. And we have. We are. We haven't stopped it yet. We have no idea what our life's going to be back to normal. Might not be next month. Might not be next year. But they're all working on it. Science is going to bail us out once again. And we got to stop depending on science, I guess, so much. But our science and technology, which the United States is one of the leaders, or if not the leader, in science and technology is leading us out of this. So happy to say things are starting to get back to normal, maybe. You know, it's getting better anyway. Remember I told you? It's going to end. Keep that in mind. Panic and fear will not set in. It will end. Well, that might end exactly the way you want, but it will end. We'll get better. We're working on it. Now, Here's my plan for opening it up. Now, before I get to that, let me vent a little bit. 
this PPP, SBA loan, uh, payroll protection program. You know, great idea, stupid planning. I mean, a fraction of the small business, mostly with small businesses, 500 employees or less, can apply for this PPP. Based on your last year's monthly uh, payroll. So in 2019, your monthly payroll was $10,000. You multiply that by two and a half, so you could get $25,000, right? Something like that. That's how it works. Keep you going, and 75% of the money you get has got to go directly to payroll, all right? Now, I'm a small business owner. I definitely got less than 500 people. I don't need it. I could use it, you know, but there's people out there. I mean, if, if from what I'm hearing now, these big corporations jumped on it, and, and, and they got millions. Some of them got millions. Some got hundreds of thousands of dollars to stay open. If they pay 75% to employees, fine. But are they putting these people back to work? These people, they got to go back to work. I mean, it can't be, it's not going to work if you don't have commerce going on. And a PPP, you go through your bank. My bank is Capital One. Repeat that. My bank is Capital One. They never did get up and running this program. I never did register. They closed it to applicants the other day, and Capital One is still working out the glitches. Capital One. I mean, Capital One, I heard another uh, Chase Bank was having the same, same issues. So if you didn't have a banker, a uh, relationship with a banker. Now, I've been in business 35 years. Every time I had a relationship with a banker, I, uh, I had two branches. I had p- a new people. I knew the branch manager. They closed them. Capital One downsized two, three years ago. They closed all these branches. So I had nobody to turn to. I haven't done a loan in years and years to, to, to deal with a loan officer. If there's one, you call the branch. You know, you deal with now. Oh, it's all online. It's all online. Capital One, one of the biggest banks around, could not get their shit together to help people. Now it's closed. And the money they had out is not even a fraction of what they needed to put out. (sighs) Like I said, I'm going to make it. I don't need it. I could use it. I shut down for a couple of weeks completely. You know, I still pay my employees. But, uh, I mean, come on. And that's ridiculous. It just peeves me that, you know, all the, all this, the media attention and all this hype about, you know, we're going to help, we're going to help. You know, the $1,200, the people made $75,000 or less, fine. They need it. And those people are the people who are renting or don't own, whatnot. So hopefully they're paying the rent. And that guy can pay his mortgage. Because the mortgage banks aren't saying, don't worry about this month. They're saying, you can worry about this month next month. You know? And, and the, the investors can't evict nobody. Can't do anybody. And I don't know if these people, you know, they, don't have, they need help. But if they're going to have the money two months from now, how long is it going to take them to catch up? And all, all the... Uh, Mortgage holders going to say, okay, man, as soon as your tenants catch up, you can catch up. No, they're going to give you an X amount of days to do it. You're going to have to find the money. So it ain't easy.
and I kind of screwed up. But uh, uh, the, the government's trying different ways. I mean, I know this is all new for everybody. But now that invented, I hope. <laughs> you know, we don't give a shit of that, but I invented, so I feel better. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so anyway, how we go open up? Here we got to open up. Here's uh, Tom Douglas's, which is probably the best way to do it. All right, so we got, the thing is, every day they go, okay, 500 people tested positive, like in Louisiana. 600 people tested positive today. How many people were tested? And they're going, okay, today was higher because they tested more. So how much more? You know, quit giving us the number of how many people were tested and give us the percentage of the people who tested who tested positive. So 1,000 people were tested today, 100 tested positive, that's 10%. So every day, give us that percentage. Is that percentage going down? You know? Quit telling us. Uh, it's so vague, and that's how you can gauge it. So, okay, for 7 to 10 days, if that percentage of people being tested positive, uh, being tested, keeps trending down, then let's open it up. Then let's do something. We got to open it up. We're saving lives. We're killing. We're killing the economy. We're killing commerce. We're killing people. We're killing jobs. Uh, you know, joblessness is going to kill us if we don't get it back going. So, if that percentage is trending down, okay. So that percentage is trending down. Seven, ten days. I don't think fourteen days is too long. Seven days, you ought to tell. Now let's open up. Now, the people who are working at home. Those people who are working from their home, these big businesses, small businesses, whatever, let them keep working from home. Hold on a second. It's Friday night. I got to take a sip. So let them stay in the thing. The people who can't work from home, which is the waitresses, bartenders, service industry, let's start opening up them. Well, how are we going to do that with social distancing? Well, restaurants. Bars. Y'all can open up, but y'all can only seat half your capacity. If you got a 100-seat restaurant, you can only put 50 people in there at a time. All your employees, your staff, have got to be tested before they go back to work, temperature taken every time they walk in the door. All right? So, and no lines. So if you got a restaurant, you got to take reservations. You know, take reservations. If, you, if you're one of these... Hamburger, uh, bar joints, I don't know how you could do it. You know, just say, hey, there's no lines. Go down the street to the next guy. You know, I'll come back. If you want to get a guy at the door, say, we're full right now. 15 minutes to come back, but you can't wait in line here. All right? Walk around the neighborhood. So that, that, that would kind of gradually build. And that, that stays good for 10, 14 days. Open it up to 75%. Then 100%. And go from there. Genius, huh? Huh? Yeah. I think that's a, about the best way we can do things. We got to do something. We, I mean, I know you're talking about lives. Do you realize 96% of the people who get the virus recover? 96%. So there is issues with death and whatnot. Social distancing is working. But let's take a deep breath and realize that we got to do something. They are figuring out, I guess we got to trust the government now. I mean, they, they've got it going now, and, and Trump's been pushing. Speaking of Trump, remember when he said, 
We go open up by Easter. Huh? He said he caught a lot of crap at open up around Easter time. Well, he screwed up. He should have moved Easter. Huh? He's the president. So we all got open by Easter time. Easter's going to be in June. Right? They used to be in May now. They're doing that with all the festivals and all the events. If he removed Easter, which he, I should have called him, if he would have moved Easter to uh, third week in May, boom, he was right. And you get up there and brag about that like he brags about everything else he does. He brag, I was right. I was right. I told you we opened by Easter. Dr. Fushi. I don't know what he was thinking. Anyway, sidetracked there. So, all right, so I guess you get the gist of uh, my plan and uh, if you're a politician out there enacted for me because I'm that much on uh, on political uh, connections see. now now we're gonna briefly going over uh, terms yep coronavirus is going to change us, like I said earlier. It's going to change our way of life, definitely for the next year or so. Maybe when you get the vaccine or whatever, you might get back to a little bit more normal. But it's definitely going to change the way we do things. Now, some good, some bad. Let's talk about these new terms. Oh, wait, the new meaning of some of these terms. You remember when, uh, well, here in New Orleans, what drive-by meant? Drive-by was every Friday night. Some guys would drive by with a gun and shoot people up. That's what drive-by meant to me. Now drive-by? Screw them. We changed it. Drive-by is when the kid's having a birthday and the family comes by with placards and balloons and whatnot, decorated cars and honk their horns. And say, and say happy birthday to them or whatever celebration there is going on. That's the new term for drive-by. We took it from the thugs. We took it from the thugs and we changed it. Uh, new meaning. Stay-at-home mom. Huh? You remember what stay-at-home mom used to be? Stay-at-home mom used to be, oh, I'll get up, cook breakfast, pack the lunches, send the kids off, send the dad off to work clean up, do some errands, and sit there and make dinner. I stay home on that. Not no more. Stay home mom now <laughs> means I'm working my butt off for my job, still taking home the kids, taking care of the kids, still taking home the dad. Everybody's a stay-at-home mom. And stay-at-home mom means more work. God bless you. God bless you, moms. Hang in there and keep doing it. All right? Oh, weekend. There ain't nothing no more. Ain't no more weekends. Right? Everything's a big old blob. Everything's a big old streak. It's one big day after day after day. No weekends. The sad part about no weekends, there's no more hump day. Huh? No more Wednesday hump day. Wasn't that the greatest thing ever? Man. You get to work away. It's hump day. I only work two days and week's almost over. Well, you got to get through today. Ah, it's hump day. We ain't got to do crap. We got to wait for the, uh, Thursday. 
Then we work Thursday and then Friday, you just wait around for the clock to kick. So, no more hump day, no more weekend. You know, that's it. And you remember uh, hoarding? Hoarding on uh, that, that TV show, Hoarding? Well, now hoarding means, oh, you saving toilet paper? That's what hoarding means nowadays. You're a hoarder? Oh, you might have shitload of toilet paper then, huh? Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so hoarding, hoarding has a whole new meaning. Some, uh, some new terms? Social distancing. Huh? I mean, what's wrong? Back the hell off. Huh? Hey, man, stay away from me. Hey, man, what you doing walking up on me? No, it's social distancing. Keep your social distance. Ain't nothing social about it if you're staying away from somebody, right? You ain't being social if you got to be six feet from them, right? If you don't stay six feet from them, you're going to be six feet under, you know? <laughs> so, and you know, that reminds me of the one, uh, hydrate. Oh, I got to go hydrate. You go and get a glass of water. Go and get a glass of water. You going to hydrate. You going to drink some water. Go and drink some fluids. Not hydrating. Where the hell that came from? I, I, I don't know. I mean, came with the bottle of water. I remember the first time I brought a bottle of water. Years and years ago, I walked out. I was hot. Brought a bottle of water at one of these easy service time savers or whatever. And the guy looked at me. Some guy looked at me and goes, does that taste any different? And I looked at him. I said, no, it don't, buddy. I don't know what to tell you. There's not a faucet around here, and I'm thirsty. So I'm drinking it. Now. Anyway, I thought I'd catch y'all up on all that terms and whatnot. And uh, hopefully y'all staying safe. Hopefully uh, you're still social distancing. It is working. It was a very slow process. There's not a tree or shrub in my backyard that needs trimming or water or weeds pulled. You know, and I love my backyard. I got a beautiful backyard. I am tired of sitting out there. Looking at the same tree, I got the same red bird and one squirrel. Become best friends with them. Never knew they were there. I guess that's good for the for them. But anyway, I digress. So y'all stay safe. Stay with your loved ones that you hunker down with at home, and uh, keep it up. And we are coming out of this slowly. And if uh, the word gets out about my recommendations, it might be even more faster. So y'all enjoy your life. I'll be doing some more podcasts. I got some more lined up, a little bit more in-depth and different subject topics than this virus. I know this is uh, hopefully a -a once-in-a-lifetime thing. But, uh, uh, you know, know, all I just say is, like uh, with Katrina, where were you when Katrina hit? What did you come back? Or, you know, you know, in a... Uh, podcast a while back, I told y'all America's great and we're going to come out of this. Think back to World War II. We were not prepared for World War II at all. At all. The American people got up, went to work, and pulled us out of that crap. I mean, there's got a beautiful museum over here called World War II Museum. If you have any New Orleans, check it out. And it tells you the whole history about how unprepared we were for it and how quickly we got prepared for it. The same thing happened here. Our government, our system, our people were not prepared for this. 
we got prepared for it. I mean, this is April 16th, 17th, I think, or whatever it is. You know, I know it started in January, but we didn't start preparing for it for back in April, two months. And we're not running shortage of anything. They flatten the goddamn curve, and we're pulling out of it. Kudos to all y'all. Stay strong. Stay tuned. And I'll be back in a couple of days. Tom Douglas, I'm just saying. All right. Another podcast by Tom Douglas. I'm just saying. I'm just saying we got to talk about the coronavirus again. Uh, it seems like uh, things are getting a little bit better now, according to the government. Seems like things have been working the way they wanted to work. And I'm about to tell you, I was one of the skeptical ones. I didn't believe when all this was going on that it was a big deal, and I was wrong. I didn't think this uh, social distancing, stay home, quarantine the healthy was a good idea. Obviously, I was wrong. Way back then, when it all started, I started reading an article about uh, Sweden. I don't know if you ever read about Sweden. Sweden was doing just the opposite. There was the only country who decided to quarantine the sick. Huh, that's a novel idea. That's what quarantine means. You quarantine the sick and let the healthy live. So that's what they were doing. They would, if you were susceptible to immune deficiencies or whatever illnesses that made you weak, they told you to quarantine and they let the healthy people go out and live their lives. They didn't shut down businesses. They didn't shut down anything. And uh, what they did is let the people live their lives. They said, you know, most of the people are going to get, get symptoms, uh, be cured, cure themselves, won't get overly sick, they won't die, and life will go on. And they said, you know, well, I think the only restriction they put, you couldn't gather more than 50 people strong. Restaurants, you, bars you could, were open, but you had to be seated. You couldn't be standing around uh, like that. Couldn't be overcrowded, basically, what it says. So I thought, man, that's, that should be the way to go. Now, it seems like our ways work a little bit, right? Flatten the curve. Are you tired of hearing that phrase, flatten the curve? Okay, the curve's being flattened. Checked on Sweden today. Not working the way they thought or the way I thought it would work. They are compared to Finland, the Netherlands, and Switzerland, which is the same similar size countries population-wise, and Neighbors, I guess you would say. Those curves are flattening. You can see Sweden's taking off. Now, the government still hasn't changed their policies, still let people do what they want. The people have taken it upon themselves, from what I understand. And they are doing some separations themselves. Uh, they're doing the social distancing themselves. But obviously it was wrong, and obviously our government was right, and the governments of the rest of the world were right. So I was wrong, oh, back in 1989, so... I guess it's time for me to be wrong once again. So having said that, I've said, uh, uh, um, pat, pat yourself on the back. We made it work. The government wasn't ready for this. Nobody's government was ready for this. They called upon us. They called upon you to do your duty, to do what you can to stop it. And we have. We are. We haven't stopped it yet. We have no idea what our lives could be back to normal. Might not be next month. Might not be next year. But they're all working on it. Science is going to bail us out once again. And we got to stop depending on science, I guess, so much. But our science and technology, which the United States 
is one of the leaders, or if not the leader, in science and technology is leading us out of this. So happy to say things are starting to get back to normal, maybe. You know, it's getting better anyway. Remember I told you? It's going to end. Keep that in mind. Panic and fear will not set in. It will end. Well, that might end exactly the way you want, but it will end. We'll get better. We're working on it. Now, here's my plan for opening it up. Now, before I get to that, let me vent a little bit. This PPP, SBA loan, uh, payroll protection program. You know, great idea. Stupid planning. I mean, a fraction of the small business, especially with small businesses, 500 employees or less, can apply for this PPP. Based on your last year's monthly uh, payroll. So in 2019, your monthly payroll was $10,000. You multiply that by two and a half. So you could get $25,000, right? Something like that. That's how it works. Keep you going, and 75% of the money you get has got to go directly to payroll, all right? Now, I'm a small business owner. Definitely got less than 500 people. I don't need it. I could use it, you know, but there's people out there. I mean, from what I'm hearing now, these big corporations jumped on it, and and, and they got millions. Some of them got millions. Some got hundreds of thousands of dollars to stay open. If they pay 75% to employees, fine. But are they putting these people back to work? These people, they got to go back to work. I mean, it can't be, it's not going to work if you don't have commerce going on. And the PPP, you go through your bank. My bank is Capital One. Repeat that. My bank is Capital One. They never did get up and running this program. I never did register. They closed it. To applicants the other day, and Capital One is still working out the glitches. Capital One. I mean, Capital One, I heard another uh, Chase Bank was having the same, same issues. So if you didn't have a banker or a relationship with a banker, now I've been in business 35 years. Every time I had a relationship with a banker, I, uh, I had two branches. I had a new people, I knew the branch manager. They closed them. Capital One downsized two, three years ago. They closed all these branches. So I had nobody to turn to. I haven't done a loan in years and years to, to, to deal with a loan officer. If there's one, you call the branch. You know, you deal with now. Oh, it's all online. It's all online. Capital One. One of the biggest banks around. Could not get their shit together to help people. Now it's closed. And the money they had out is not even a fraction of what they need to put out. <sighs> like I said, I'm going to make it. I don't need it. I could use it. I shut down for a couple of weeks completely. You know, I still pay my employees. But, uh, I mean, come on. And that's ridiculous. It just peeves me that, you know, all the, all this, the media attention and all this hype about, you know, we're going to help, we're going to help. You know, the $1,200, the people made $75,000 or less, fine. They need it. And those people are the people who are renting or don't own, whatnot. So hopefully they're paying the rent and that guy can pay his mortgage. Because the mortgage banks 
aren't saying, don't worry about this month. They're saying, you can worry about this month next month, you know? And, and the, the investors can't evict nobody, can't do anybody. And I don't know if these people, you know, they don't have, they need help. But if they go have the money two months from now, how long is it going to take them to catch up? And all, all the uh, mortgage holders going to say, okay, man, as soon as your tenants catch up, you can catch up. Now, they're going to give you an X amount of days to do it. And you're going to have to find the money. So it ain't easy. And I kind of screwed up. But uh, uh, the, the government's trying different ways. I mean, I know this is all new for everybody. But now that invented, I hope... <laughs> you know, I'll give a shit of that, but not then it, so I feel better. Anyway. Uh, so anyway, how we go open up? Here we gotta open up. Here's uh Tom Douglas's, which is probably the best way to do it. Alright, so we got the thing is every day they go, okay, five hundred people tested positive, like in Louisiana. Six hundred people tested positive today. How many people were tested? And they're going, okay, today was higher because they tested more. So how much more? You know, quit giving us the number of how many people were tested and give us the percentage of the people who tested or tested positive. So a thousand people were tested today, a hundred tested positive, that's 10%. So every day, give us that percentage. It's that percentage going down. You know, quit telling us. Uh, it's so vague and that's how you can gauge it. So, okay, for seven to 10 days, if that percentage of people being tested positive being tested keeps trending down, then let's open it up. Then let's do something. We got to open it up. We're saving lives. We're killing, we're killing the economy. We're killing commerce. We're killing people. We're killing jobs. Uh, you know, joblessness is going to kill us if we don't get it back going. So if that percentage is trending down, okay, so that percentage is trending down, seven, 10 days. I don't think 14 days is too long. Seven days, you ought to tell. Now, let's open up. Now, the people who are working at home, those people who are working from their home, these big businesses, small businesses, whatever, let them keep working from home. Hold on a second. It's Friday night. I got to take a sip. So let them stay in thing. The people who can't work from home, which is the waitresses, bartenders, service industry, Let's start opening up them. Well, how are we going to do that with social distancing? Well, restaurants, bars. Y'all can open up, but y'all can only seat half your capacity. If you got a 100-seat restaurant, you can only put 50 people in there at a time. All your employees, your staff have got to be tested before they go back to work, temperature taken every time they walk in the door. All right, so, and no lines. So if you got a restaurant, you got to take reservations, you know, take reservations. If, you, if you're one of these hamburger uh, bar joints, I don't know how you could do it. You know, just say, hey, there's no lines. Go down the street to the next guy. You know, or come back. If you want to get a guy at the door, say, we're full right now, 15 minutes to come back, but you can't wait in line here. All right, walk around the neighborhood. So that, that, that would kind of gradually build, and that, that stays good for 10, 14 days, open it up to 75%, then 100%, and go from there. Genius, huh? Huh? Yeah. I think that's a, about the best way we can 
do things. We got to do something. I mean, I know you're talking about lives. Do you realize 96% of the people who get the virus recover? 96%. So there is issues with death and whatnot. Social distancing is working. But let's take a deep breath and realize that we got to do something. They are figuring out, I guess we got to trust the government now. I mean, they, they've got it going now, and, and Trump's been pushing. Speaking of Trump, you remember when he said we're going to open up by Easter? Huh? He said he caught a lot of crap at open up around Easter time. Well, he screwed up. He should have moved Easter. Huh? He's the president. So we all got open by Easter time. Easter's going to be in June. Right? They used to be in May now. They're doing that with all the festivals and all the events. If he removed Easter, which is, I should have called him, if he would have moved Easter to uh, third week in May, boom, he was right. And you get up there and brag about that like he brags about everything else he does. He brags, I was right. I was right. I told you we opened by Easter. Dr. Fushi. I don't know what he was thinking. Anyway, sidetracked there. So, all right, so I guess you get the gist of uh, my plan. And uh, if you're a politician out there, enact it for me because I'm that much on, uh, on political uh, connections. Let's see. Now, now we're going to briefly go on over uh, terms. Coronavirus is going to change us, like I said earlier. It's going to change our way of life, definitely for the next year or so. Maybe when you get the vaccine or whatever, you might get back to a little bit more normal. But it's definitely going to change the way we do things. Now, some good, some bad. Let's talk about these new terms. Oh, wait, the new meaning of some of these terms. You remember when, uh, well, here in New Orleans, you know, what drive-by meant? Drive-by was every Friday night. Some guys would drive by with a gun and shoot people up. That's what drive-by meant to me. Now drive-by? Screw them. We changed it. Drive-by is when the kid's having a birthday and the family comes by with placards and balloons and whatnot, decorated cars and honk their horns. And say, and say happy birthday to them or whatever celebration there is going on. That's the new term for drive-by. We took it from the thugs. We took it from the thugs and we changed it. Uh, new meaning. Stay-at-home mom. Huh? You remember what stay-at-home mom used to be? Stay-at-home mom used to be, oh, I'll get up, cook breakfast, pack the lunches, send the kids off, send the dad off to work clean up, do some errands, and sit there and make dinner. I stay home on that. Not no more. Stay home mom now <laughs> means I'm working my butt off for my job, still taking home the kids, taking care of the kids, still taking home the dad. Everybody's a stay-at-home mom. And stay-at-home mom means more work. God bless you. God bless you, moms. Hang in there and keep doing it. All right? Oh, weekend. 
There ain't nothing no more. Ain't no more weekends. Right? Everything's a big old blob. Everything's a big old streak. It's one big day after day after day. No weekends. The sad part about no weekends, there's no more hump day. Huh? No more Wednesday hump day. Wasn't that the greatest thing ever? Man, you get to work on It's hump day. I only work two days and week's almost over. Well, you got to get through today. Ah, it's hump day. We ain't got to do crap. We got to wait for the, uh, Thursday. Then we work Thursday and then Friday. You just wait around for the clock to kick. So, no more hump day, no more weekend. You know, that's it. And you remember uh, hoarding? Hoarding on uh, that, that, that TV show, Hoarding? Well, now hoarding means, oh, you saving toilet paper? That's what hoarding means nowadays. You're a hoarder? Oh, you might have shitload of toilet paper then, huh? Oh, okay. <laughs> so so hoarding, hoarding has a whole new meaning. Some, uh, some new terms? Social distancing. Huh? I mean, what's wrong? Back the hell off. Huh? Hey, man, stay away from me. Hey, man, what you doing walking up on me? No, it's social distancing. Keep your social distance. Ain't nothing social about it if you're staying away from somebody, right? You ain't being social if you got to be six feet from them. Right? If you don't stay six feet from them, you're going to be six feet under. You know? <laughs> so, and you know, that reminds me of the one, uh, hydrate. Oh, I got to go hydrate. You go and get a glass of water. Go and get a glass of water. You're going to hydrate. You're going to drink some water. Go and drink some fluids. Not hydrating. Where the hell that came from? I, I, I don't know. I mean, came with the bottle of water. I remember the first time I brought a bottle of water. Years and years ago, I walked out. I was hot. Brought a bottle of water at one of these easy search time savers or whatever. And the guy looked at me. Some guy looked at me and goes, that taste any different? I looked at him, I said, no, it don't, buddy. I don't know what to tell you. There's not a faucet around here, and I'm thirsty, so I'm drinking it. Now, anyway, I thought I'd catch y'all up on all that terms and whatnot, and uh, hopefully y'all staying safe. Hopefully uh, you're still social distancing. It is working. It was a very slow process. There's not a tree or shrub in my backyard that needs tree trimming or water or weeds pulled you know and i love my backyard i got a beautiful backyard i am tired of sitting out there and looking at the same tree i got the same red bird and one squirrel become best friends with them never knew they were there i guess that's good for the for them but anyway i digress so y'all stay safe stay with your loved ones that you hunker down with at home and uh Keep it up. And we are coming out of this slowly. And if uh, the word gets out about my recommendations, it might be even more faster. So y'all enjoy your life. I'll be doing some more podcasts. I got some more lined up, a little bit more in-depth and different subject topics than this virus. I know this is uh, hopefully a once-in-a-lifetime thing. But, uh, uh, you know, all I just say is, like uh, with Katrina, where were you when Katrina hit? Oh, what did you come back? Or, you know, you know, and I, 
podcast a while back, I told you all that America is great and we're going to come out of this. Think back to World War II. We were not prepared for World War II at all. At all. The American people got up, went to work, and pulled us out of that crap. I mean, there's got a beautiful museum over here called World War II Museum. If you ever in New Orleans, check it out. And it tells you the whole history about how unprepared we were for it and how quickly we got prepared for it. The same thing happened here. Our government, our system, our people were not prepared for this. We got prepared for it. I mean, this is April 16th, 17th, I think, or whatever it is. You know, I know it started in January, but we didn't start preparing for it for back in April, two months. And we're not running shortage of anything. To flatten the goddamn curve, and we're pulling out of it. Kudos to all y'all. Stay strong. Stay tuned. And I'll be back in a couple of days. Tom Douglas, I'm just saying.